Welcome to the X Podcast. We're episode 60 something, 60 something, 70 something, but uh, we're so glad that you're with us today. Why don't you do us a favor and like and subscribe if you've not already. Share this with someone if it ends up being helpful to you, but we got a fun conversation today. Yeah. I'm here with my friend Tim. Yeah. How are you? Good. I'm, I feel like I'm dealing with a, a little cold or something like that. So I you have COVID for the fourth time? Yeah, COVID for the fourth time. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, it's not COVID. But you I do sound a little nasally. You do. Yeah. Good. I sound a little. But you've been I doing did. a lot of speaking I I lately. Been. I've been doing you, a lot. Of... You brought the house down last night. I did. At our leadership night. I did, or you did. I think you, you did. did. Someone chopping through flaming boards. That was you. Did that really happen? That really happened. I got video footage to uh, mm. prove it. It was pretty epic. Have you seen video footage of it? I have. It was pretty awesome. You know, it, it was weird seeing it uh, outside of myself. I was like, "That does that mean? That looks weird. It's pretty but, cool. You know? Yeah, it was so fun. Several leaders fun. got to see it, but yeah. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, we can't really post it. It's uh, But Russ here, he broke some boards, uh, flame, three boards on fire with his hands. You know, on top of other things, this, the, and, and it, almost took people out with nunchucks and other things. Yesterday Literally. was really a, a case study and how ideas and vision develops and grows. Yes, because what started as one board breaking demonstration turned into a whole sequence that somehow during the day yesterday turned into weapons being added. Yeah, and a and whole then, lot more. So, and using weapons to break boards while people are holding them. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. We did have some blood spilled last night, but that's okay. It it's all worth it. Cause. It's all worth it for a good cause. But right. uh, we continue our discussion. We've had some uh, some spicy but really good conversations lately. All things going on in the world, all things going on internationally, all things going on in the month of February, celebration, all kind of stuff. It's been really fun. But we continue uh, the discussion because there's a lot going on around Olympics. Yeah. And which, uh, which you've been watching, right? Oh, you know, I have not. <laughs> I have not. I'm living vicariously through you. And you the have not right watched. You didn't watch any of the Summer Olympics. I you really didn't watch did. the Winter Olympics. Uh, what does it say about You're me? You're a right? huge yeah. Olympics fan. I get you it. You know, I, but I do like I love the Olympics. I think we did one last year. We we're talking about the Olympic spirit. I you love, love the, the Olympic spirit. Concept of the Olympics. Concept of the Olympics. You don't watch it. And if I was ever at home and had cable and had a pe- bunch of people around the one to watch, I would for sure watch it. I just. It's not in my rhythm of life right now okay. to sit at home and watch yeah. the Olympics. Unfortunately, for hours. the U.S. hockey team got beat by Slovakia, so they did not move. The on. Mighty Ducks? They, they wrong, wrong one. Okay. Was wrong one. Okay. But the women, I think, are playing for the gold. As of the time of recording this, mm. I think the women's team is uh, competing for gold in really? hockey. Yeah. Okay, so fill us in. What's, what's, what are some of the highlights? Who's winning what? Uh, so Sean White did not, um, he didn't do anything. Mm. Uh, so he's just snowboarder that's won for years and years and years but he had a good time competing same thing with Michaela Schiffer and I think is her name the the uh downhill um girl that she's she hasn't but um you know I think the U.S. is last time I looked I think we were third or possibly fourth in the total medal count mm. um which we never like dominate kind of in winter olympics like we do yeah. not always but do well in the summer olympics um so that's that's fascinating um the roc uh you've heard of that country right the Is roc it? the rock yeah you've heard of the rock you, uh, oh you mean aoc no not aoc different uh, person the rock roc they're a number that, two that announced the super bowl he did 
He said, finally, R- The R- Rock R- has R- come back. Yeah, okay, the ROC, not the ROCK. Oh, okay, gotcha. R- <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? Anyways, you can tell. <laughs> I was I was at watching the Super Bowl with some friends, and I was like, they were showing footage of The Rock doing the introduction. Yeah. You know, he's like down this oh. with the mic, and I'm like, I guarantee 30 minutes before he went on to do that, he was pumping iron. His oh, arms had a 100%. massive pump. I mean, 100%. You know he was just back there doing like 300 curls. Listen, the, that was, was the thing <laughs> I was most excited about. We're derailing really? already. But, I mean, we're Come coming on. The, listen, I had chills when I saw The Rock posting on socials, him walking out, practicing, doing rehearsing. Mm. Which, by the way, so hot take on halftime show. Do you like it or yeah, not? Yeah, I like the halftime show. They say that everybody under, under a certain age. 55 <laughs> says the greatest of all time. Over 55, this is horrible. Yeah. What's happened to our country? People that were definitely over a certain age definitely were like, this is awful. I, I thought it was great. Some of it was just definitely nostalgia for oh, yeah. me. Some music and stuff from people isn't back it, in my era. Isn't it funny, though, that Death Row <laughs> Records would, would be in the same camp as nostalgia? <laughs> that you could it feel is, sentimental yeah. over Eminem. <laughs> like, I, well, like you a, know, I don't. I wasn't that. I thought Eminem was the. He was definitely not in the spotlight. He was just, yeah. you know. But um, it is. Funny. Yeah, it was funny because Fifty Cent starts off upside wait, down. Wait, wait, what'd you say? Fifty Cent. <laughs> I just love how you That's said his it. Name, Fifty Cent. That's how you say it. You need to know how to say it. It's not Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent. But he he started off hanging upside down, <laughs> and that was just that he was did. pretty cool. And, and people have been really just... mean towards him. In what have way? You seen that? People have been making memes because obviously he doesn't he's... look the same as it twenty years ago. <laughs> he, he's I'm like balked up a bit. I'm I like, mean, it's does, a little... no, but nobody, nobody <laughs> wants. Uh, how would other people you feel? Know, if they, you know, know what's funny is we we were looking up the ages of them, hmm. and I think I'll get this wrong. I don't know which one. Uh, Doctor Dre, I think, was hmm. fifty six. I think it was, or Snoop Dogg. You said 56? 56. 56. Um, they were all in their 50s, mostly. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah. Most of them were. Not all Except of them. Except for Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. He was. He's 34 or something. What's your favorite Kendrick Lamar song? Oh, my. I don't know. You asked me too quickly. You said that's like your gym jams. That's not my gym jams. Um, but I, I did. I enjoyed... I enjoyed the music. I felt like a lot of us, we were there, definitely felt a little nostalgic oh, going back so and, and, and some of the music. And, yeah. and it was kind of simple, but it was just, oh, it was like, I, my favorite part is Dr. Dre. Just, like, there mm-hmm. was something simple about He would just stand there and rap, but there was something about his mm-hmm. voice and the way oh, he would yeah. carry it. And then I loved it when he got on the piano oh, and it. started playing. I it was and so I was good. like, oh, I like that. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. And I, the just, thing I was I kind of upset. The Stadium in L.A., that was awful. the whole thing was just iconic. It was. It was. Except for the Bengals losing. That was not fun. Anyways... <laughs> Sorry, but the ROC rock. The, yeah, saying. ROC, I think they okay. were in second place in medals, which is interesting because right now, mm-hmm. uh, one thing I, I was telling you, I think right now just a massive international controversy over, yet again, another doping story mm-hmm. coming from a Russian athlete. And that would be the 15-year-old figure skater, Camila mm-hmm. Vilieva, Vilie, I don't know how to say her name right. Vilieva, not Vilieva, Vilieva. No, you're just adding stuff. Oh, okay. to make it. Um, which, again, what's interesting is the professionals in the sport, whether it's uh, um, uh, Johnny Weir or was it Tara Lipinski or whatever, they, they were basically saying she, it, like, watching her for the last few, last few competitions, were basically saying she looks like she could go down as possibly the greatest figure skater of history. And these are professionals wow. who compete at the highest level. They're saying this about her. Hmm. And then all of a sudden it comes out during the Olympics after ROC, 
not Russia. And the reason why they're not competing under Russia is because they were banned by the World Doping Agency, WADA, from competing under the na- under the Russian name. And they're the part of the ban. It was supposed to be like this. It was supposed to be a complete ban. I mean, they're actually banned twice. I think it was 2015. There was an L- and there's stuff that happened 2014-15 that caused a ban. Um, but it kind of slid, and then 2019 they got busted again. And and the most recent one that I understand was that it was state-sponsored doping, which means Russia as a whole, state-sponsored. Okay, even though they have a Russia anti-doping agency that I think maybe yeah. turned a blind eye, but a state-sponsored doping of their athletes to help them perform at the highest level mm-hmm. on the highest stage. Um, so in 2019, they got issued a four-year ban that was supposed to be they could not compete at all right. in competition. Um, then they appealed, and I believe it got lessened to where they could compete, the athletes that had tested, that didn't test positive. Um, but, they could, but they could not compete under the name Russia, so it's ROC, which stands for Russian Olympic Committee, mm-hmm. I think. And, um, and it doesn't have, like, their logo. It's just kind of the, the rings. And, and, yep. um, and I believe when they, if they win gold, that they do not play the Russian anthem. Mm. So it's some kind of classical uh, music that they play. And so that was for the last three Olympics, the, the Winter Olympics in 2018, the Summer Olympics that happened in 21 in Tokyo, and then these. These are the last one. And then it comes out, the story, which is fascinating because – this 15-year-old tested positive for um, um, basically a, a banned substance. It's really a heart medication, but it could proven to give some edge to um, your endurance and other things for athletes, so it's on the list. She, I guess the test result came out right around Christmas time, but it was not made public, and I believe it then became public after ROC won the Team Skate event at the beginning of the Hmm. Olympics. And so (laughs) you're talking about months later, it's coming out in the middle of the competition. And so then the IOC got involved and they, uh, they had to issue a ruling and they issued, this was the kind of the most shocking thing. The one guy issues a ruling saying that uh, she could compete in the Olympics for the, this individual. So the short and the long program um, that because he said that we do not see a culture of doping from Russia. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about? This has been years going on. And he was trying to say in the last couple of years, yeah. we haven't had Russian athletes. And so that's what he was trying to say. We so do not the, see a culture of spying when it comes to Russia. Or, we do or, not see a culture of and, invading and uh, getting involved in political elections. But it, was just, like, it was just odd to me when there's such a history yeah. in the last five years, everybody knows. Yeah. And, um, so now she's competing. She's in first place. She's expected to win. She probably yeah. will win. Right. Um, at the time we're recording this, she has not competed in the long program. Right. She will. I mean, she's like one of the few skaters who can do quad jumps like crazy in it. She's good. I mean, she's good. Right. And um, and they just said that if she wins, that they're not having the medal ceremony mm-hmm. until they make sure everything's good. Like and so. It's just, it is the talk. Like, right now, it is just, like, a, a, a huge scandal. I think it's the thing that people are going to remember around this Olympics mm-hmm. when it gets said and done, which is a shame for all the other athletes. Work so hard, and this is going to be the headline that people are going to remember from the Beijing Olympics. I can almost guarantee you. It's going to be all around this 15-year-old girl. And Wow. You know, you have to think. I mean, I'm thinking to myself. I mean, I, it would not surprise me. Again, I don't want to say – I'm not saying anything. Like, I, 
I wouldn't imagine that because I know a little bit of history of of what they've done with athletes. We've known people mm-hmm. that were like Russian ballerinas that you you would be taken not yeah. just taken you probably offered, but you go from home to staying in spo- sponsored homes mm-hmm. where you grow up for many years, mm-hmm. full time ballet, full time this. You, you're being, you know, yeah, you're being controlled by the state right. in that regard. And I wouldn't be surprised if this 15-year-old, I imagine a 15-year-old girl's probably not the one thinking about any of this. I mean, but someone's probably right. going to take these stuff, you know, this is going to help you be stronger, you know, whatever. Yeah. But then what was crazy to me, though, I'll just last thing, and then if you have some thoughts. Mm. What was crazy to me in this whole thing was the lawyers for the ROC came out and said that it was an accident, and the reason why it was in her system was because that medication her grandfather was taking, and she accidentally took her grandfather's medication. They got it mixed up. Yeah. So, and I'm just going, wait, have you ever heard right. of somebody accidentally taking their grandparents' medication? No. And in, in the same way, so this where, is so unbelievable. Where my mind goes immediately, there's so many fascinating things about it, but look, countries aren't villains. <laughs> so. Uh, I want to say that because we're very like one of the things that we talk about all the time is opening our mind to a nuanced approach and whatever people group it is, whatever group of people that think differently than you uh, learn to value. And so understand I'm saying that against the backdrop of that, but I couldn't help but be reminded of a few episodes back when I was a little, I was being a little tough on Putin Mm -hmm. because again, I know the politics there are beyond the the grasp of my current comprehension. And yeah. I know there's uh, history there. There's, there's all kind of things at play. And I also say that, again, with the understanding that America, we're not always the good guy. No. Like, a, a, every nation has. But, again, I can't. I can't. I just, in my mind, I can't shake off the the caricature of the of the villain that Putin tends to live up to. Yeah. And that you just continue to see this thing, whether it's in assassination attempts or assassination successes mm-hmm. that they pull off and the excuses they give, or the you evading just, the, the conversation about Ukraine for so many, which that's still on the As I said, Russia time. is on the forefront of the news right now for a lot of reasons. And I just can't help but think, again, I know it's way more, it's not this simplistic. I know it's way more complex. There's a whole lot more factors. But I couldn't help but think about, like, with Putin having been in, in leadership for 17 years, you know, there's that whole thing um, in Exodus where God takes the spirit of Moses and puts it on the people. Mm. I just can't help but think the spirit of Putin over 17 years has been put on the spirit of that country. Well, whether they want it or not. Right, whether they want it or not. And you just, I just, you, it, I, to me, it's, it's almost just fascinating. It's a fascinating case study in, in leadership and just different cultures <laughs> and countries. Yeah. And again, that's not vilifying all of no. Russia. No, no country is villains there's some governments that in certain times act more villainous than others and there are definitely specific leaders and human beings that choose to act more as a victim than it or a villain than a hero but anyways i just think the, the whole yeah. th- it's just there's just so much going on at the same moment with russia and it's just interesting to watch it is pretty fascinating right now as we speak you know, there's a conflicting reports, too, coming out right. about Russia. Any saying moment that now. Drew, well, that's what Biden was, President Biden was saying. Any moment now, we don't. And then there's other reports coming out saying, no, they're, they're drawing down their troops from the border. But then there's other going, wait, no, that's not what we see. And the U.S. has pulled out everybody from their embassy um, from Ukraine because they still believe that an attack right. is imminent. And maybe by the time this airs that they yep. could be. I don't yep. know. But this is what it made me think about because it's not just in Obviously, this one situation of figure skating and, mm-hmm. and, and who knows, like, 
There's also some weird laws, apparently, that protect this 15-year-old girl because she's underage, yeah. which don't make sense to me. If right. you can compete at the highest level, you should be held to the same standard, yeah. no matter what. You know. But it made me think about like this idea of, like you know the reason why we have a world anti-doping agency is because this is an ongoing issue in almost every sport. Right. And like even in America, baseball has always been at the top of that talk. Yep. Um, you're a baseball fan, I think. Right? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I just remember, I remember like the 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 race for the most home runs with Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire. You may not yep. remember that, but I remember watching yep. that. I'm not. Oh, even, I remember. I'm not a huge, huge baseball fan, but that was headline. What years were, were that? 96 or something? Or oh somewhere yeah, in our, I, I remember was, that. But I was somewhere on there, and I, I don't know. You baseball. Fans they would show know. every morning Sports Center. Yeah, they show the highlights, and it was yeah. like the back and forth, back and forth, and yeah. then Mark McGuire ends up breaking the record with 70. Yeah. Then you have Barry Bonds that breaks it several, mm-hmm. you know, a couple years later with 73. And then in the 2000s, it all really starts coming out. Mm-hmm. Mark McGuire, like, blew up, like, huge. I mean, right. the dude was just ripped, and hitting home runs was, like, nothing to him, you right. know. And then, and, and then he came out in 2010 and actually admitted that he had been doing, using and performance-enhancing right. drugs for a, a decade. You, you know, you have um, really the face of, of um, um, baseball, A-Rod, mm-hmm. Who got suspended and actually came back and said that he was taking some illegal substances from 2001 to three, I think 2003. Um, and but in that time frame, won an MVP. Yep. You have national MVP winners, American MVP mm-hmm. winners. You've got people that are in the history books now. Mm-hmm. Barry Bonds. I mean, I think Barry. I can't remember again. I love somebody, Barry Bonds. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I think Barry Bonds still to this day. Claims that he didn't take anything, even though he got huge um, and all that. I I thought he, but like he definitely. I, did. But er, but everybody's like, there's right. no way. Right. And so you know, I it, I don't know. It got me thinking. Like, do people feel like at times that it's worth it to cheat, mm-hmm. potentially even if you get caught, right? Because of the benefits of what you can get out of life for cheating. Mm-hmm. Like, like, let me ask this question. Like, think about this. This is almost a would you rather. Yep. Would you rather win at the highest level, have the moment where you are crowned and you get the euphoria of being the champion and everybody writing all this stuff to only have later it come out that you were taking the banned substance? Mm-hmm. And they might – it kind of reminds me of um, Reggie, Reggie Bush. Mm-hmm. So Reggie Bush, when he uh, played at USC – uh, Reggie Bush won um, the Heisman, mm. if I recall. Okay, so he won the Heisman Trophy. That's the the highest award you can get in college football. Right, right. Best player of the sport. You know, came out later that he had I think taken money or some other things. So here's what they did. So they stripped him of his trophy. I mean, I don't think they physically took it. Mm-hmm. You should give that back. It's like your name is kind of taken off of whatever, but. You might still have the trophy in your house. Everybody knew you were the award winner. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you've seen that before with, <laughs> like, the Astros, you know, and it comes out that they're cheating on stuff. And right. so it's like, we strip you of it. It's like, yeah, but they had the celebration. They might have got paid money and because they, they meet certain things. So the players, yep. and the, you know, like, like, it's almost like, and today in baseball, kind of the thought is people are still doping. Because they, they risk it because some of them mm-hmm. is helped them get really lucrative contracts. Right. That your first offense, I think it's like a 50-game 
or maybe a second offense, 50-game suspension. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of them are like, yep. Or I think it's happened in hockey as well or something like yeah. that. And so, so it's like, ah, take the suspension, but I got the massive contract around right. it. And so it's almost like what we're seeing happen with the Olympics where you have somebody that tested positive, um, and maybe to no fault of her own, let me just say that, okay, that that she is being allowed to compete, very likely will win the gold medal. Right. And and the message that it almost seems to send is if you cheat, you can win. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Means justify the end. And um, so would you rather have that moment that everybody mm-hmm. dreams about having, to win that mm-hmm. moment, to maybe later have them come strip it, or to be clean the whole time and never reach it? Yeah. That's an interesting that's the question. Isn't that it? is the question, I think. Well, it, it is the question, and I, but but I also think attached to that question is a lot of assumptions. I, th- I think I think the human deception is always, well, it won't happen to me. Getting caught, I won't get caught. I won't get caught. You know, they try to, um, or the human, um, or the the immaturity in us, or or perhaps if we're the peer pressure of the environment we're in yeah. could be so fixated on their own definition of success that you don't think about the end. So even if you think about getting caught, you know, I mean, the, the, uh, the, the deception of whatever kind of environment you're, yeah. you're in, if you don't have enough forethought, what, what, what is it? Um, Andy Stanley uh, quoted him last time. He says the definition of wisdom is to ask yourself the question, in light of my past history yeah. and in light of my future hopes and dreams, what is the wise thing to do? Yeah. So sometimes I think the problem is people may not even ask that question. They, they, they don't ask the question, well, what will happen well, if I get caught? It's just what do I want so bad, bad right yeah. now? Well, and you mentioned, like, the culture because I, I think I remember some baseball players that came out and said um, it's kind of and, – and because Jose Canseco did a, a book, I think, called I like Juiced, him. and that came out in the early 2000s where he said that he really believed about 80% of Major League Baseball players were all taking mm-hmm. yeah. uh, performance-enhancing drugs. But then we've heard other people that have come clean with it, and I think he did in there, that basically said the pressure of the culture was if you didn't take this, you would not keep up. Right, yeah. You would not sure. be able to perform yeah. like they're, they're taking it, not getting caught. Right. And they're winning all, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they're getting the contracts, and here I am, I'm not taking these things, mm-hmm. and... I'm not getting paid, yeah. and I don't have a guaranteed future in this league. And yeah. I don't, you know what I mean. So the, some of them feel like it's their their only chance. Mm. Take the risk of doing it. And 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 again, this is such a small subset yeah. of of culture. But I think um, I think in life, you know, that same question is in front of all of us. Sure. I think the same question about whether or not we would cut corners, yeah. or whether or not we would cheat to get ahead. And whether or not we justify it yeah. because of, of what the end could be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to use the whole, like, uh, since we're talking about sports, sports analogy, I mean, part of it is you got to decide what's your scoreboard. Hmm. And so I think for a lot of people, they've just decided, well, that external markers of success, whether it's the trophy, the validation, whatever, that's my ultimate scoreboard. Hmm. And so even if I have to lose on the inside to when on the outside, I'm willing. Yeah. Um, it's, but but, but I, I think there's just I just think there's a lot of deception in it. I, I think first off, um, I mean, from a spiritual standpoint, Jesus said, "What does it profit a man to, to gain the world and lose his soul?" Yeah. So, 
if you know to, to, to take it deeper if you lose if you win on the outside but you lose on the inside you lose yeah in my mind mm-hmm. was it, I, I saw the quote the other day is, is it billy graham that said uh if you lose your money you lose nothing if you lose your health you lose something if you lose your character you lose everything hmm. and it's, it's that whole thought of uh it doesn't matter how much you win on the outside if on the inside who you are if you lose then then you've lost everything and also even even on a practical level though too like usually if you lose on the inside long enough you eventually will lose on the outside yeah it's kind of that whole thought of like right now even spiritual stuff aside one of the things that i think is really good in our culture even even apart from faith is uh, over the last few decades, the the Tony Robbins of the world and the Zig Ziglar's of the world and the John Maxwell's of the world, even on a corporate level, have really spread this whole thought that true success is holistic. True mm-hmm. success is every arena of your life you're winning, and it's not just a, a encompassing your accomplishments and what you're achieving, but also who you're becoming, that whole yeah. concept. So I think intuitively we know that, and what was it? Um, one of the podcasts I listened to, Ermit Mann has talked about when he was in his 20s, right after he gave his life to Jesus, um, he started working on goals of just how to become a better person. Yeah. He's, instead of setting these crazy success goals, he started creating goals of how do I become trustworthy? Hmm. How do I work on my work ethic? How do I become reliable? How do I build my integrity? And he said what he didn't calculate was the secondary goals is all those things actually translated to success in life. Hmm. And so I, I think I think a, a really a really good formula to remember is that if you win on the inside long enough, you'll eventually yeah. win on the outside. But if you lose on the inside to win on the outside, you'll eventually lose it both. Hmm. You, you'll eventually, you, you'll eventually crash and burn. And yeah, go well, I, I think, I think too, I think the, the question that, that I wrestle with is if you win by cheating, do you really win? So, so, you don't. but let's say you yeah. let's say you win by cheating and don't get caught. Yeah. If you win by cheating and don't get caught, do you really win? Now, you might win. Let's talk about what you could win. You could yeah. win the accolades. You could win the, you know, the 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 love of, you know, if you're a sports athlete, mm-hmm. you could win all. You could win contracts. You could win. I mean, there's a lot of different things that you could win if you win by cheating and don't get caught. But I think, like you're saying, I think one of the things that you, at the end of the day, you have to deal with is the inside, the the, the real you. You know how you got there. Yeah. And so I think, though, you can have external validation. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not like you just you take performance and hands and drugs. Mm-hmm. It's not like it means that you're instantly going to be a muscle head. And you say, you have to work hard and right. still do that. And so they do. And so I'm sure a lot of them are probably conflicted. But I also think a lot of the baseball players and things we talked about, I think a lot of them we look at and it's like that thing will always hang over them, even mm-hmm. if no one else knows. And so yeah. it's the idea of, you know, um, if you never get caught by somebody else, are you right. still caught internally? In yeah. other words, does your conscience still always in the back of your mind, hey, they just praise you. You're the greatest. You set the record for that. Oh, thank you. And, but on the inside, you're going, yeah, but I did it because I cut corners. Or, yeah, I did it because of this. And I just think that yeah. kind of nagging, gnawing thing on the inside yeah. is going to mean even if you win externally, you're not going to really win internally. Yeah, it's like, it's. I mean, to make it really simple, is is there anything really worth your piece? Like, is there any, yeah. like, it's funny, like, somebody that would steal $50 worth of something, like, is there any amount of money that's worth your own self-esteem? Yeah. Your own self-respect? Is there anything that's worth your own actual sense of peace? Is there anything wor- worth 
the price and the gold of being able to lay your head on a pillow with a good conscience? Yeah. Is there anything worth the value of being able to look at yourself in the mirror and actually believe that that's the internal. But again, I would, I would even say, and I know it's not the point you're making, but even the external, eventually you'll lose both because what was it? That one verse in scripture says your gift will make room for right. you. And people have added on to that. I'm sure we've all heard it before, but your gift will get you in the room, but it's your character that will keep you in it. Yeah. And I heard a leader say one time, I know this is true in my life. He said, I'm really glad that God let me make my worst mistakes in small rooms. Mm, yeah. You talk about the, the leadership pyramid. The further you go up on the leadership pyramid, the less room there is. Less for room the, to for fail. The, for the bigger mistakes. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's true. It's, I don't know. No, I, that's, it's really good. I think, too, I think, I think it's also about redefining what winning is. Yeah. Right? What's your scoreboard? Yeah, what it is. And it, because I think... You you in the moment you can win at life and you know at least on the external of hey you know your boss promotes you because you present something that maybe is not accurate numbers this and this and that look I've been doing this I accomplished this when you really didn't yep. take credit for it we know it's not really yours and you get promoted right. there's different ways in life that we do this um, you know it's not just in sports and you can win in that arena but if you think a little bit long term. And you think at the end of the day, like you said, it's like to win with character, or to win at character, um, the lasting value is what you pass down to the yeah. next generation and the generations after. Mm -hmm. And so I think about people like Mark McGuire. I think about people like Barry Bonds. I think about people that have been in those situations that have accomplished all that, but then have mm -hmm. either come out and retract or they come out and said, yes, I did these things. Mm -hmm. Like one day they have to have that conversation with their kids. Mm -hmm. Why did you do that, Dad? Why did you? You don't want to take this. Why did you? And it's the same thing I think in in life. It, eventually, eventually we all get, it all catches up with us. Mm -hmm. The whole thing that your sin will find you out. Yep. Eventually, yeah. it'll all catch up with us. And when it does, the real loss maybe because you could go, well, it was worth it because I got this much money and right. I made this much and I can go get another job and I can do all this. Yeah. But I think the real loss might be the the thing that you the heritage that you're leaving yeah. or not leaving it's the conversations with your kids and your grandkids when yeah. they're reading about what you did or they're yeah. seeing it and they're asking why did you do that you know what i mean and no, you have to explain yeah. it and those are the kind of moments where like at the end of the day i think that's where character wins out yeah and at those kind of moments when you look at legacy and you look at your grandkids one mm -hmm. day and be able to say you know even if you were a professional athlete yeah. and you're like i got bronze and she won yeah but she had all this around her, mm -hmm. and I'm telling you, I'm fine with coming in third because I did it the right way. Yeah. Like, I'd rather tell that right. story yeah. at the end to my kids and grandkids yeah. than I won that. Yeah, I'm a gold medal winner, and then them also discovering that there was all this drama around it, mm -hmm. and because of a technicality that you actually got it, yeah. but you probably shouldn't have got it. Like, to me, that's not worth the win. It's you not, know what I'm saying? That's yeah. not worth the win. I almost have, like, the image in my mind to me of, um, like – Choices are like snowballs that are building a momentum in one area, in, in, in a direction. And so all the choices I'm making when it comes to who I'm becoming are building and snowballing on top of each other, mm -hmm. both on who I'm becoming inside and what's going to become on the outside. Yeah. I almost, I know I've been so spiritual this episode, but I, like this morning, um, I read um, this passage in Scripture, Romans 6, where it just kept talking about sowing to the flesh builds into destruction hmm. sowing into the spirit builds into life and i just think wh whether you're a person of faith or not for me it's just 
there's the, there's got to be that awareness. The the patterns I'm building, the choices I'm building, are building a snowball effect. Yeah. On the inside and the outside, and and one other, um, it just couldn't I couldn't help but think is so interesting when you're talking about how was it Jose Canseco talking about the the culture of juicing. Mm-hmm. Or was it Sammy Sosa? No, I think Jose can. I think Jose. And he's talking about how, like, it was almost this thing of if you're not taking these yeah. substances, like everybody's doing it, you will not get ahead. You're going to be left behind. Mm-hmm. And it, for some, it reminded me of, again, this, this story of Daniel and his friends uh, mm-hmm. when they got carried off in Babylon. Yeah. And, and basically, um, it, you know, if you're familiar with the Old Testament, they get, they get carried off and they're basically slaves and they're young teenage boys. And they were presented with the opportunity. Everybody around them were eating substances that, for their faith, would defile them. And they had a decision to make that on the outside, it would look like if we're not going along with what everybody's doing around us, we're going to be left behind. And they had a decision to make, okay, if we actually stick to our integrity and our character. Mm -hmm. And they said, give us 10 days and just give us vegetables and water and see what we look like afterwards. So I just think... And they and, I don't know, and like, got into promoting them, and that's and, and, and they that's, ended up being promoted. And that's and, the hard. That's that's the that's the challenge, I think. And that's probably what what I think from this whole again, Russian figure skater and the doping thing impacts me in no way whatsoever, no way. But when I think about the whole scenario and I think about the bigger picture, I can apply it to my life and saying, you know what, I would rather. Um, I, I would rather live with consistency and live with character yeah. and uh, uh, allow God to open doors for me and bless me from that and be able to maintain that conscience and be able to, to maintain that legacy yeah. that I leave behind than I would to cut corners in life, whether yeah. it's, oh, okay, I'm going to cheat on taxes to right. get a little bit of extra money. You know what I always constantly, like my, my wife used to always say this, and she's she is forever that person that if she goes through a checkout line and they they give her by accident too mm-hmm. much money, that is that person that would which she found out would literally like drive back to the store. Now I'm yeah. the kind of person if I see it in the moment, I'm like, hey, you gave me the extra, and I and I'll give the money back. If I didn't notice, <laughs> like honestly, and I drove 20 minutes and got home, I'm like that's your fault. I'm not going driving all the way back. My wife's the type that she was like, no, I can't. Yeah, like her conscience was like, I can't. So we have levels of it, you know, right, yeah. but uh, levels of character. Yeah. But, but, you know, one thing that, that we, she's always said and all this, I've always believed is just like, you know, they accidentally gave you an extra dollar or two, you know, on exchanges, you know, it's like, what's well, a dollar or two? It's not a big deal, whatever. Mm-hmm. They did it. It was their mistake, right? We say all these things to ourselves. At the end of the day, you have to say, what is my character worth? Right. What is my integrity in that moment where I could mm-hmm. have said something? Again, something minor, something small as that, right? Yeah. But what is it worth? Is it worth $2? Mm-hmm. So sometimes when I do that or I think about it, I go, it's not worth $2. It's not worth $10. Like, I, I'm, I, I value my, right. myself more than that. Yep. I feel like I'm worth more yep. than that. It's not worth yep. to do that, to have in the back of my mind. I don't know, it's small and you probably forget it eventually. But have back of my mind going, yeah, I probably should have done that. Yeah. Like, it's not worth it. Uh, you know, a million. Okay, and see, that's and that's the and that <laughs> right. is, and that is the question. Yeah. How much is your character worth? Yeah, that is the question. With like I said, all the baseball players and the ice figure skating, all this stuff we're talking about is that some of them have said it's worth it, and they'll sell out for that. But I think at the end, we don't really win. Yeah, um, you that's might good. in the moment you might feel like you did. In the moment you might get the accolades. Yeah, but at some point you have to live with yourself. Yeah, you have to live with the constant memory. I did this, but it was, but it always. 
overshadow. And that's the thing in baseball. It's always overshadowing. I mean, even the question about who gets into Hall of Fame and all this stuff, and some people are saying you should put an asterisk next to this. Everybody in this – and you know what's sad is that everybody else who is – who's not the yeah. best of the best, who remain clean, they mm-hmm. all get fit because they're like, okay, from this year to this year, mm-hmm. doping scandals rot. You know, yep. that was the narrative of baseball in this season. Yep. So now everybody else gets lumped into it. Yep. Probably same thing with Russian athletes. Some of them mm-hmm. are, you know, clean, don't ever do that. And yep. they're like, now I'm, I'm under the magnifying glass and scrutiny, mm-hmm. even though I didn't do anything. And I've been, you know what I mean? So no, it's, good. It's, just, it's just an interesting thing happening right now mm-hmm. in our world, and I think that that's the takeaway. Like, it's and, not worth it. And don't assume, and again, don't assume that you won't get caught. Uh, what was it you mm-hmm. said? You don't want that hanging over you. What was, yeah. that, what was that leader recently, I don't know, in the last few years that wrote a book? They talk about the headline test. I don't remember this. Yeah, they said, they said the thing that you're dabbling in or that you're tempted by, write, out, right the, the write out the headline. <laughs> What's the headline that could come from this? And see if you still want to do it. And see if you still want to go there. No, that's good. But, all right, I think I think what that's you good. said is, is a good thought. Let's win in the right ways. Yeah. Let's win on the inside mm-hmm. to win in the best ways and knowing that through that we'll eventually win on the outside yeah. as well. That's good. So, yeah. all right. Hey, thank you as always for tuning in. If this helps you, encourage you, share it with someone. And as always, send us any questions, comments, or topic suggestions at the X podcast. Podcast at the X dot church. Yeah. Podcast Podcast. at the X dot church. I thought as soon as I started saying that, podcast at the X dot church. We'll see you next week.